Radio MD. RadioMD.com. Listen, Melanie Cole's Health Radio is on now. We talk a lot about sleep medicine and sleep hygiene and how important it is to get a good night's sleep, to function at work and at play. And I know I need a new mattress because I'm rolling around like a rotisserie chicken all night. And so I know I'm not getting my decent night's sleep. But what else can you do to improve your night's sleep without medication? My guest is Dr. Martha Cortez. She's committed and knowledge-driven dentist who's been in practice for over 30 years in New York City. Dr. Cortez, welcome to the show. Tell us a little bit about some tips. People are, are taking Ambien and all of these medications to sleep every night, but there oh. are better ways, aren't there? Oh, oh, my word. First of all, most people can't really sleep because they can't breathe. 30% of, the, of, of people actually cannot breathe through their nose. Uh, 30% seasonally can't breathe through their nose. And then 30% actually are other. They're in and out. So what happens is the question is, the congestion. So a tip, a tip would be is to maintain that nasal space open. And there's different forms. I don't know if you want to go into that yet. Well, you know, sure. Let's, let's talk about keeping that nasal space open because that is one important part. And then we can get into some other sleep issues. Well, the nasal, you know what, okay, bottom line, you got to open it up. Some people use a lot of nitty, nitty pots with a lot of different... Uh, solutions, and they have to be sterile. They have to sometimes actually uh, wash them. Sometimes they use those special distilled water. We have found a simple thing called simple saline, which is actually is just saline-based product that actually decongests naturally. Because when you take a lot of medication for the nose, you can end up with a thing called rhinitis medicamentosa. So it's a inflammation due to all the medicaments that we're using. So I like it to keep it simple and use a simple, a simple saline. But do you know why a congestion, a, a, an issue about decongestion is so important? Do you understand why? Well, why don't you tell the listeners? Well, if they can't breathe through the nose, they have to mouth breathe. Mouth breathing then goes into the whole thing. If they're already snorers or they're already tensing to having issues with the breath, breath and the sleep, goes into the whole world of sleep apnea. And sleep apnea, there's about 50 to 70 million of our adults that have this wakefulness disorders because they can't sleep all night. What happens is they wake up many times. Sometimes they gasp. Sometimes they're snoring so slightly that, that so, so much that their partner can't. So what happens, they end up being fatigued and tired all the time. When they wake up, they are so unrefreshed. They're so tired. And then they can't really function during the day. Well, we know that so many people suffer from sleep apnea, and then they don't realize that a dentist can be involved in the sleep apnea treatment. Tell them how that works. Well, <laughs> we make sure that people... There's many different ways, because we work with our physicians. We have multiple physicians. The first thing is always breathing to the nose. So sometimes there's deviated septum. Sometimes it's actual physical means of the nasal cavity, but there's also the physical behind the throat. It could be even tonsils as an adult. It could be that they have a large tongue. And so what happens, you've got to move. There are simple devices that you can move the jaw out of the way, move it forward with a, a mandibular advancing appliance. But there's even nowadays appliances that actually develop like a sculpture, 3D opening up behind the nasal space and behind the throat and creating a larger space. A lot of apnics have a closed-off area, but you, sometimes you have to have form a whole team, like an ENT, a dentist, as well as a, a pulmonary person. Because 
can go as far as cardiac disease before sleep apnea is even detected. It can even go to cancer five times before sleep apnea can be detected. Chronic fatigue, I've had people with 15 years of chronic fatigue, and they end up having sleep apnea all those years. That certainly and, is true. And what else can people do if they've, if they've recognized apnea or maybe they don't have apnea and they're still just not getting a good night's sleep? Do you have some tips you like to tell people for good sleep hygiene? Huh. First of all, should they really be on their computers and on their screens, especially teenagers on their iPhones, they have to learn how to cut down the lighting, prepare for bed. Have like almost like having a tea, getting ready for bed, turn down all the lights. It's called sleep hygiene, calming down the body. Um, so other things that they could do is um, the, the the there's a whole there's a whole other world. Even the way the kind of mattress you sleep on, those are important. But you know what? I have to go back to that thing again because I actually sleep over in the sleep clinics with my patients and I watch who are absolute apneics, what time does the apnea show up? Because they show so much often at 3.30 to 5.30 in the morning when they're in their deepest sleep and they, they start their apnea. And again, we also watch the airflow. The airflow decreases because the nasal closes. And you know how some people tell you, oh, well, I can breathe through my right side, but my left side not, not, doesn't breathe as well. The nose operates I'm breathing every other side every 90 minutes, so it alternates 90-minute cycles, just like the sleep cycle alternates every 90 minutes. If the left side is slightly, only 50% obstructed, you're getting 50% less oxygen every night. So your brain is getting less oxygen. Your, your system is getting less ox- oxygen. So I'm always going back to that nasal passage. Is it breathing? You know, and some of the other beautiful little things that we recommend is yoga breaths. You know, take a yoga, learn how to breathe seven minutes, seven seconds through one way, and then exhale seven seconds. There's a thing in yoga called fire breath, where you're actually breathing, breathing multiply through your tummy too, in order to force the airway to learn. There's a funny one. You want to hear a real funny one? Sure. Cause, yeah, because I have a picture of myself with tape over my mouth. Because a lot of us have lip incompetence, and we actually, our lips fall apart, and then we become mouth breathers in our sleep. So we can tape our mouth in order to have better breathing in our sleep and then promote our breathing through our nose and actually create a better passage. Because the nose, if you can just get the inflammation down, even by 0.5 millimeters, 0.1 millimeters, and that's why we keep them fresh with, with the saline rinse, that's why we keep it moist... If you can get more airflow, you actually open it up by the radius the, the, to the third. So, for example, if you have a road of four, p, four lanes in a car, if one lane goes down because it's four, th- radius to the third, so those lanes to the third, you cut down one lane of those four lanes, you end up with 50% traffic flow. Same thing in the nose. Wow, so interesting. Now, do you think that with all the sleep issues, that more of it, and we only have a minute left, but do you think more of it is attributed to sleep apnea and such? Or do you think the technology and the lighting and people sleeping with their phones next to their beds and drinking maybe too much because they think that's going to help them sleep or eating too late at night, all of these other things, or is it really more sleep apnea than we realize? It's a combination. Yeah. Because... The lighting is important. Cooling the room down 
and having no, no electronics before you go to bed, no large meal three hours before, no alcohol three hours before, no coffee three hours before, no nicotine three hours before. There's so many no's. But then something's happening also to us as humans. There's a whole world called the evolution of medicine and the evolution of dental medicine. Our faces are actually architecturally getting smaller. It's, we don't have room for the third molars. What it means is we're getting smaller. Our faces, wow. our airway. Yes, it's the newest cutting edge of medicine. Evolution. That is very, now just tell people in the last 10 seconds here where they can find out more about you, Dr. Cortez. Oh, Martha Cortez. Uh, cosmetic, what am I? Cortez Advanced Dentistry.com. If you wish, and that's our webpage. If you wish to call us, you can call us 212-262-0950. Thank you uh, so much for being with us. Good. And and the whole thing is that sleep is such an important function for us to really get the most out of our day. So make sure that you're turning off your electronics and, and make sure that you're practicing good sleep hygiene have a routine get yourself ready for bed every night and the same goes true with your children get them into a good routine and everybody will get a better night's sleep and we will all feel better this is melanie cole thanks for listening and stay well 